everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Fuelixer. Fuelixer is the sports nutrition subscription box built for endurance athletes and enthusiasts. Every weekend, thousands of men and women strap on their running shoes, hop on their bikes, plunge into pools to train for the next big race. From newbies to Olympic athletes, these individuals are serious about their sports. Spending thousands of dollars on equipment, coaching, and training, all in an effort to reach their peak. They don't know it, but they're missing something. The power they are after isn't in the fancy gear or in coaching alone. The real secret is nutrition. And when it comes to sports performance, what you put in your body matters as much as what you do with your body. Rather than shipping subscribers a random box of sports nutrition products, Felixer builds boxes using a combination of performance data from Strava, nutrition requirements, and taste preferences. Felixer sees the types of workouts you do and gets insights into the weekly training volume. Felixer combines this data with nutrition requirements and your preferences gathered through the Felixer survey. Empowered by sports nutritionists, ex-pro cyclists, competitive athletes, in a little math, Felixer's journey begins by doing the shopping, researching, and calculating for you, the athlete. Felixer makes practicing sports nutrition a personalized experience for newbies all the way to U.S. Olympic athletes. It's easy and fun to get started. All you have to do is go to Felixer.com, connect your Strava performance data, Take a quick nutrition survey, and boom, Felixer selects the sports nutrition gels, bars, chews, hydration, protein, and recovery fuel that fit your individual nutritional requirements and preferences. All you do is you choose your Felixer recommended box size that was calculated based on your historical performance data. With Felixer, you can unlock your potential and really get back to what you are most passionate about. Whether it's cycling, running, or swimming, Fuelixer fuels you. Now, let's tune in to the Fuel Talk podcast. We'll get this going. So this is the Fuel Talk episode 50 with Nick uh, Killian. And Nick, you're from Utah, right? Uh, yes, I currently live in in Utah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. So I'm going to give a little bit of background on how we connected. Um, how, actually, how did you find us on Instagram? Um, I was actually looking through Instagram and I saw, and I saw a post on recommended about, uh, fuel talk and all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I decided to go over there and say, what's up and try and find out what that was all about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I imagine you were kind of looking through our feed, uh, whether it's uh, Fuel Talk or, or Fuel Elixir. Um, what what kind of uh, you know images and information intrigued you from from our content? So I just got super intrigued mainly on the idea of custom doing the fuel to the person because I'd never really seen that, and okay. I thought that was pretty cool. And I saw some of your the past people that you've interviewed on your podcast and i was like wow that's awesome 
So decided to send you guys a message. Yeah, right on. Thank you. Thank you so much for reaching out and saying saying hello. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought it was really cool. And, and yeah, I guess that's the whole story of how we connected um, very, very recently. And um, you um, you were very persistent. <laughs> we've had we've had we've had a you know a, a lineup of, of people, and you know I was like hell about meeting new people and. Um, I kind of looked at, you know, your profile as well on Instagram, and it seemed um, you seem like a super interesting person, you know, especially um, you're you're very young, and it uh, seems like you have a lot of passion in um, triathlons. Yeah. Um, and you know, just this is just like off of what I could gather from from your Instagram. So um, I guess this is the part where we get to meet. Uh, you, you know, um, get to know who Nick is, uh, where you're from, um, how did you get into endurance sports, you know, what's your approach to nutrition, how do you fuel during your training, and then, you know, we'll get into uh, a little bit of the tech that, that you might use or might not use for your training uh, and go from there. So let's try to unpack this, uh, the story, the story of Nick. um let's uh yeah 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 so how old are you man i am 16 years old dude you're 16 oh my god those are the good days the good days that's awesome yeah introduced (laughs) to endurance sports and uh to triathlons um so actually when i was younger i had some problems with depression anxiety and some drug use so my parents actually ended up sending me to a residential treatment center out here in utah And a big part of their program was triathlon. Them with the studies that endurance sport can help naturally with some of that depression, anxiety, and that sort of stuff. So I sort of started out there and I sort of got hooked on it. I just fell in love with the sport and decided to do more and more races and try out different stuff like longer cycling events, longer running events, because I've been a swimmer my whole life, but... I always struggled a lot with the running, so getting into that was actually really cool for me. Wow, yeah, that's amazing, man. You kind of, um, you know, use, I've, I've been using a sport, like endurance sports, to kind of um, clear the mind a bit. I can imagine it's 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 helped, because I, I know it's helped me, so um, yeah, so like what, what was your first, uh, like did you start running first, swimming, cycling? What was your first like, you know, um, training method for triathlons? Um, I, I've been a swimmer my whole life, like I said. Uh, I hold a Utah State record, two-time Utah State champion for swimming. But I actually got this coach named Sean Christian and – uh, I live right around the corner from the Iron Cowboy, actually. So what is that? A lot of the people, the Iron Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, he's the man who ran fifty Ironmen in fifty days in fifty different states. What? Yeah. He's a legend. He is. How do I know not not know this legend? My goodness. Okay, so, <laughs> so do you, you train with him or what? Like. I don't train with him, but I do know his family and a lot of my coaches have a strong connection to him uh-huh so i sort of i was really inspired by his story i've got to say just with his perseverance so i decided to sort of try that out um my coach sean helped 
get me with a little bit of a training plan. We got, we started working and I got pretty good at most of it. I'm still not great at the running, but everyone's got to work on something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At 16 and, and you're already, um, you know, are, are able to gather information some, from some really smart people. And that, it sounds like you have a nice uh, core group of uh, support around you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. What was the last event that you, um, that you were in? Uh, the last event was actually um, a week ago, last Saturday. It was the Icebreaker Triathlon uh, in American Fork, Utah. And it was, I didn't do great. I got third place, but no, awesome. it was cold. It was cold, really yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. So th- tell me more about the race. How was it? How was the start? Were you, uh, do you get nervous during uh, starts? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always nervous during those starts but it's sort of a nervous where it's a thrill almost as if i'm really looking forward to it i'm really excited but still nervous nonetheless about my performance for sure for sure and how do you um um how was like the the sleeping patterns or the sleeping cycles that you had leading up to this event uh i usually try and keep them consistent i usually try and sleep from 9 30 to I've gotten up at seven o'clock almost every single morning for the last year, but mm-hmm. I usually try to get up to bed right at nine thirty. And sometimes I'll lay in bed for a little while, not being able to sleep. But usually, I'm pretty consistent around there, especially leading up to the race. I try and get in bed earlier, uh, get ready, and then I'll usually try and sleep in the day before the race. Right, right. Have you um, tried to kind of keep track of the quality of sleep versus the quantity? Yes, I have. So I have my watch that records heart rate, and I've uh-huh. read some articles online about heart rate while you're asleep and how that correlates to the quality. So I've sort yeah. of been trying that out, checking that out, seeing how that works. Yeah, yeah. So have you been uh, looking at your like heart variability? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So cool, man. Um, it sounds like you're, I mean, triathlon is a, is a big part of your life. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Nice. So, um, talk to me a little about your training then. Uh, how, you know, what type of training do you do for, um, your past race? Uh, for the past race, I didn't get that much time to train because I had a lot of other work that I had to do, uh-huh. but I've, I'll usually, I'll try and go out, run, bike and swim almost as much as I can every day. And then I'll usually do some dry lands at night before bed and what are that be calf lines? raises push-ups so it's it's just like body weight exercises okay. um that's that's what i grew up calling them with swimming because it was on dry land and most of my training was not obviously right. so there's there was that i would do that and then i would go out go for as many bikes as bike rides as i could jump on my trainer um, go for runs, may that be on a treadmill or outdoors. Cause obviously in Utah, we have a lot of beautiful mountains yeah. that we can go run by. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that's, I, I was yeah. at, um, like a cycling, uh, quote unquote camp, uh, called, uh, Kana- we, we ended up calling it the Kanabatage. 
he was actually thrown by by a okay. company called Sabotage, um, and they're originally from. Uh, okay, I think I've heard of yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're originally from Utah, uh, or you know, most of the the guys on their company. Uh, so we were in, in Kanab for a while, and um, it's beautiful out there, man. A lot of a lot of amazing rides. People super nice. Oh yeah, great spot. Great spot. <laughs> Definitely want to explore more of Utah. Yeah. How is the scene for uh, triathlons in Utah? Like, how, is there a, a big community? Um, um, do people get together? Like, are there training groups, or is it more you know spread out and people kind of do their own thing? So it's. Some people do decide to get spread out, but there are so many opportunities for teams. There are so many teams out here, like Salt Lake Tri Club, BAM, um, and then Elevate Triathlon, which is, I know their coach really well, so sometimes I'll go out with them. Right on. But there's a huge scene for triathlon in Utah. Yeah. Have you trained with uh, at the BAM uh, facilities? I've seen them on, on Instagram, actually. They, they seem like they have a pretty cool thing going. No, I've never actually gotten a chance to train with them. I usually just stick with Elevate, okay. but they actually were helping host the Icebreaker Try. So, nice. so what, what's Elevate about? Um, they're awesome. They just they sort of have this custom thing where they'll have group rides and then individual rides, and then their head coach helps set up nutrition and um, training plans for you, and it's just awesome. That whole thing. I haven't spent that much time with them, but from what I've seen, they're pretty awesome. Very cool, man. Very cool. So what's been your approach to nutrition? So my mom's actually a nutrition freak. She loves cooking healthy stuff. She'll cook with stuff that I've never even heard of. and But a lot of kale, a lot of smoothies. So she'll tend... I don't think she's ever really cooked the same meal twice unless she's asked for it. So... She'll just focus really hard on balancing the meals and she'll do research on what to eat, when to eat it, how to do that stuff, carbohydrate loading, protein. So I've had a really That's good... amazing, man. Yeah. You got, you got your own nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, mom. That's yeah, awesome. right? Very cool. Very cool. So what, what were some of the, um, the latest ingredients that you've never heard of? Uh, I think, I think the latest one that she used, she made a farro salad. It's some sort of, some sort of a grain that is apparently really good for you. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Sweet. So um, you, you, are are you like taking notes, writing down recipes and stuff? So when you have to cook for yourself? (laughs) (laughs) No, I probably should. You should man. I should. You're gonna need that. You're gonna need that. You're gonna need your mom's, uh, you know, touch and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, know what I'd do without stuff. my mom. Maybe I'll just live at home and have her feed me for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it, maybe, 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 uh, you know, besides uh, triathlons, what are your, you know, some of your extracurricular activities? Like, what do you? Uh, what are you into? Um, I love building stuff. I love writing code on computers. I'm a bike mechanic. That's a big part of what I'm doing right now. So I guess a lot of okay. those hands-on things that require a little bit of thinking, but not too much thinking. So focusing on that. Obviously, I'm still in school. Right. I have homework, schoolwork. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
What kind of coding do you do? What was that? What kind of coding do you um, do? My dad right now, he works to write code for banks. So he sort of taught me some basic uh-huh. stuff in JavaScript and C++ and that sort of stuff. Okay. Okay. Cool. Are you working on like any uh, projects or any, any uh, web apps? Currently, no. But I a little while ago, I was working on a Google Sheets project where I would try and write up stuff to help organize it and then have it all filter into different things, import HTML from website. But that was right. That was about it. Nice, a little uh, back end database. Type yeah, of exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's smart, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah, I've been trying to teach myself how to how to JavaScript. <laughs> um, you got YouTube for you that. Need, you, you YouTube need, helps. Need time for that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of online sources uh, to teach yourself, but you just got to have time, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, sweet man. So, um, would you use any any type of activity trackers or, uh, you know, what's your what's your relationship with technology in sports? Uh, I have a Garmin Forerunner Seven Thirty Five XT that I use to help track all my triathlon stuff. Um, I use Strava. Okay. Uh, they help a lot with just sort of keeping up to date on stuff and tracking my own stuff, my own different training patterns, and helps bring attention to where I'm slacking off a little bit. Are you? Uh, do you try to be conscious of like how and when um, your like recovery is kind of lacking a bit? Um. um yeah, I was sort of I sort of grew up giving myself the own idea of I don't really need recovery until right up until the race. Stuff like that. Where I would just work hard and work hard and work hard and even when my body was telling me that I needed a break, I wouldn't really take it. So, I got the Garmin yeah. for Christmas, so I've actually been trying to be more on top of that um working on rest patterns, listening to the recovery advisor that's on it. So that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. Nice, man. Do you meditate? Uh, I do, actually. That's a huge coping skill for me. It helps me relax and just process my day, reflect on it. Yeah, what type of um, meditation do you do? I'm not even sure there's a name for it. I'll just sort of sit there, dark room, thinking. How would you describe it? Um, peaceful. Uh, I w- I'll just usually sit there quietly and just sort of with my back against the wall, with my eyes closed, just thinking about my day, what I've done, uh, what I want to do tomorrow. So just sort of getting mentally prepared for all of that and then mentally unwinding. I usually do it right before bed as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to just... Um... I don't know, like get out of your mind. Yeah, I do that all the time. Try and do that. Never really works, but I've tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing to, um, mm-hmm. to kind of like break through, you know, cause, um, the, the, the mind is such a powerful thing yeah. and uh, you've always got that little very voice for thoughts. 
Yeah, it's, it's very, you know, the, the stream of thoughts um, is very powerful. Yes. And it's hard to build, build a dam, um, you know, I guess you could say, to stop that stream from coming in. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as humans, we're, we're, we're always either thinking of the past um, or looking into the future. Uh, yeah, exactly. Very rarely are we in the present, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that present moment uh, is where silence is. But at the same time, it's a place where you're aware of everything, you know. Yeah. Um, do you do you ever have you ever found yourself trying to, um, I guess, um, try any like br- breathing practices or? um, you know, training with your breath. Yeah. I, I do that a lot. Actually, sometimes I'll be in class and I'll do a breathing set where I'll just work on either oxygen or CO2 in my body practice, getting used to that. Uh, sometimes it's an avoidance tactic from my schoolwork, but sometimes it helps me just get in the (laughs) mindset and stay in the moment. Yeah, for sure, man. And I bet you, you have the lungs um, to do some really good, you know, practices too because you, you swim yeah. a lot, you know. And every every time I, you know, if I'm like lucky enough to get into the water, uh, you know, here in Vegas, you can't really just jump into the ocean or a yeah. lake. It's kind of, it's hard, at least from where I live. Um, so you got to find a pool. But, you know, being being in the water definitely expands those lungs. And oh, for sure. Gets, get, gets those muscles stronger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you, um, what's it, what's it like going from, you know, running to, or from swimming to running to, or from swimming to cycling to running? Uh, what, what how are those transitions for you? Cause a lot of triathletes that I've spoken to, um, you know, those transition, uh, periods are very, you know, they're vital to their mm-hmm. times. Um, and basically can like make or break your race. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so what, what's been your experience with those transitions? Um, the transitions for me have always been hard because even it used to be when I was transitioning from my bed to breakfast, it'd be slow, much less transitioning from running or from biking to running. So it's there are a lot of parts to it. There's the physical transition of you jumping on your bike and going or putting your running shoes on. But then there's also the other part of that transition where your body's trying to switch from being in cycling mode to being in running mode. So a lot of that is mental, but if they're slow, they can definitely make or break your race, especially if you're trying to hang with somebody. Yeah. So do you practice uh, those transitions during your training? Like during yeah, the week? So, I mean, like consciously? So I'll do this thing called a brick workout where we will where I'll bike for about three or four miles and then jump off and then run for a mile or two and then hop back on the bike just to sort of practice the transition transitions going back and forth. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you, have you kind of, um, been able to kind of step away from, uh, you know, uh, endurance sports like triathlon for you, 
So have, have, have you have you have you tried to get a panoramic view of like, OK, this is what I do for training. Um, you know, this is how I feel from one training to the next. Um, some, you know, it's full of peaks and valleys in terms of my mood, my emotion, my energy levels. Um, and then, you know, the races itself, you know, they're very intense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I win, sometimes I don't. Have you been able to kind of like observe or, um, yeah, observe that, that entire ecosystem, that entire environment, um, and kind of say, oh, wait, life is like this, you know, kind of similar to my life yeah. um, outside of sports. Have you kind of like um, seen similarities in the sport that you do with, you know, your everyday life with school and parents and relationships and, you know, depression and everything? Um, have you sat back and kind of like reflected on oh, that? Oh, all the time. I, I've noticed these direct correlations where if maybe I have a bad test in school, and I'm not feeling great there. I, I won't feel that great during my training session or the other way around, even with relationships. If I'm not in the best place with my mom or my dad, then I'll have a harder time really getting into my training groove. So I do, I definitely see those entire big things being summed up together and how it's just a giant picture where you're not just a triathlete. You're mm -hmm. also a student and a son and a brother and a friend and if you let any of those slip it can all just sort of fall apart until you get it back up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah you, you definitely knock that out i mean that that's exactly what um what i was speaking about what about like you know um have you used a momentum from a really good race or a really good training ride and kind of um kind of use that like i guess um we, we we've all experienced these like these moments while we're training or when we're doing an event um where it's like you know getting into that pain cave and into that suffering mode um and kind of like managing that um in a way where we don't stop you know, I mean, how many times have you felt uh, while you're training and or an event and where you're just you're just like dead, you know, um, and it doesn't matter whether you're in a good mood or not, but you just feel dead. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and you just told yourself, you know what, forget this. I'm going to I'm just going to hit it hard and continue because, you know whatever for for whatever that intrinsic motivator is you just wanted to push through so have you ever been in a moment like that in your personal life where you said where where, where you kind of like you know look back at your hard drive in your head and you pulled you know this moment from your hard drive and you said you know i i pulled through that um at, at, at that event you know i'll do this um you know in my personal life as well has that happened yeah. to you yeah, all the time. I mean, I've been through a lot with my whole treatment center and depression, anxiety, that sort of stuff. And honestly, yeah. I've, I've made it through that. I've worked hard, made it through some of the toughest times in my entire life, tougher than most people from what I've heard experience. So I look back on that when I'm having mm -hmm. a hard time and saying, hey, I made it through this. This is 
this is just a triathlon. This is just going to be the next two hours of my life. That was my life. I made it past it. I can make it past this. Right. Totally. (laughs) Totally, man. I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine, um, you know, the, the, the places that you, that your mind and your emotions have been in. So, yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure that's why you crush it on your, on your, at your events, you know? I mean, if you didn't mm-hmm. even train for the last event you did and you got on the podium, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, um, how would you kind of like, if, uh, do, do you have other young uh, friends uh, your age or maybe even younger that have come to you and said, hey, you know, it's really interesting what you're doing. Um, you know, how can I get into this uh, sport that you're, that you're always like training for? Uh, yeah, actually I have, have you had people come and ask for advice? Mm -hmm. I have this one kid named Matt. He's always sort of following me around, asking me to bike with him, asking me to teach him stuff, just asking me all these questions. And I I try and help him through it, but obviously I'm not an expert. And I, even yesterday I went out for a run with my sister because she's a big ski racer and she had to get in shape for that. So I'm trying to teach her those skills so she can do it on her own. I I mean, I actually have a lot of people coming up to me and asking me questions about that, which which I think is pretty awesome because obviously I go around yeah. asking questions. But then when somebody actually comes up to me and asks me a question, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. What, what are some of your um, top you know, sources for, for information, um, besides, you know, your, your mentors and people that you speak to? Um, besides the people that I speak to probably experience being one of the biggest ones. Um, because I'll, everything that anybody can tell you or that Google can tell you, they've all learned from experience. So if, I find that the best way to answer all my own questions is by going out and experiencing it and trying to figure that out myself. So basically what you just said is that experience is the new Google. (laughs) Sure. If you want to interpret it that way, obviously, that's awesome, man. Obviously Google is not going to tell you what type of salamander a certain one is, but, with experience, you can definitely learn a lot. I think more than Google could tell you. Love it, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it, you know, it's funny you're saying that because, um, yeah, I mean, everyone, you know, wants the blue pill, um, the, the mm-hmm. magical pill and the blueprint, you know, the playbook um, to a winning season or just winning a game. Yep. And, you know, that just it's it's not the same it's not the same when you go through the peaks and valleys and you suffer yourself and you fall or whatever you know i mean you, you just kind of have to go through that process it's like um metaphorsis right um breaking out of that cocoon and that i mean that whole time in that incubator um you know you're just fighting you're fighting and you're fighting you're fighting until you break loose and you know you go on your own journey and that's it um, exactly so that's cool, man. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I like your your outlook on on, uh, on that question. That was amazing. Um, very cool. Do you have any um, 
you know, uh, questions for me or, or, you know, rather, is, is there anything you, you want to share with, uh, with our audience? Um, you know, any events that you have coming up or, uh, you know, do you have a charity or I, I don't know. What do you have going on with your uh, life, man? Yes, I actually do have a charity. So there's this charity called Youth Champions Charity, and they try and raise money for youth in crisis who can't afford treatment, can't afford the help that they need when they're battling from suicidal thoughts, depression, drug use, all of that. And the executive director of that is a huge Iron Man. She loves Iron Men. And I connected with her through my own triathlon experience, and that's been a big driving motivation for me in triathlon as well. Uh, trying to help that I'm actually I have a fundraiser going right now it's called the fighting chance uh, where we're trying I'm going to the national championships for uh, USA triathlon this summer and I decided that I wanted to help raise money so people can go and pledge some money and um, help out with that so awesome what's the uh, the domain for the fundraiser yeah, like uh, where 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 should people go to if they just want to send you some money? It, if they want to check it out, they can go to youthchampionscharity.org, and there will be a link there um, to the actual Perfect. donation page. But cool. yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get your uh, your 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 specific link information um, and post that to our page. Um, okay. And share it with our with our network for sure. Um, cool. What, where can people follow um, follow you and your journey online? Are you? I, I know you're an avid Instagram user. Do you use any other uh, social media? Uh, not really. I mainly just stick to Instagram because that's what oh, I know best. Um, Nick uh, underscore Killian seven. That took me way too long to remember. <laughs> <laughs> So that's Nick yeah. and I. Nick underscore Killian underscore seven. Killian, yeah, Killian's K I L L I A N, right? Seven. Cool. Exactly. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What other? Um, um, you know, th- this is kind of like a good chance for you to give a shout out um, to any, you know, anyone in your family, your friends, people that have supported you in the past to kind of bring you up to this point. Um, you have a, a bright future uh, and, and I'm sure there, you know, people are still going to be rooting you on till the end. So um, who, who has been like that core support um, group for you? The core support's just been my entire family, my mom, my dad, my sister Katie, and my brother Alex. They've been here, there with me through my whole journey, my journey through treatment, my journey through triathlon. Um, my grandmother, she's actually trying to help me get money for a new bike right now. So that actually means so much. And it's really the little things that these people do for me. They won't even remember it, but I'll always remember it. So that's a huge part of it, just those people. Awesome, man. Well, Nick, thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man, it was red. I'm so glad you reached out on Instagram. <laughs> so yeah. if anyone out there, if you guys want to, you know, get down, just reach out to us, you know. Um, just reach out to us. Say what's up. Uh, Nick, he's a triathlete. He's, uh, he's more than a triathlete, you know. He's a, he's, a, he's a human who has a lot of heart. Um, 
I can hear it in your voice, man. You got a lot of passion. Um, you love what you do. You love the people around you. And that's the most important part. Um, you know, continue that. Keep that fire that you have. You know, always look yeah. into um, in, 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 into what you're made of, and you prove it every time you go out there and, and you and you race. You know, you prove it every time you're nice to someone else. Like that friend who's always like asking you to take going out for a ride. Go on a ride, man. You know, he's yeah, uh, exactly. He, he probably looks up to you, and that's a that's mm -hmm. a good responsibility to have. You know, it's a, it's a nice thing, man. So um, yeah. share the love and be loved. Thank you, so, thank you so All much right. for being on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you.